flirting with members of the opposite sex, discussing things of a sexual nature with the opposite sex, giving gifts to the opposite sex, unless it's a relative, having sexual contact with someone other than your partner, chatting online with the opposite sex, sharing personal information and emotional feelings with someone other than your spouse, and texting with a member of the opposite sex. Now, just hearing what I mentioned and my viewing it, this is my opinion. That is cheating all day long. (laughs) And I say this because I truly believe When you're in a relationship and you have established, now the two of you, it can't be one of you, the two of you have established that you are now in an exclusive relationship and you know that you're um, going to trust and you're going to build loyalty within that relationship, then none of what I just read should take place, right? Now, some people, this is what Kathy stated, some people will have no problem with any of the above behaviors. Some people feel it is okay to have sex with a person other than their spouse. What? (laughs) Someone having sex with another person other than their spouse or the guy or girl that they're dating? Yeah, that's cheating. I, I don't that's crazy to me. I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> then she stated that there are couples who find all of the above to be unacceptable, even though, for some, the above seems innocent. So flirting with the opposite sex, discussing things of a sexual nature, giving gifts, having sexual contact, chatting with people on the other line, a lot of people feel that that is innocent. So when I take a look at it further and think about the the relationship that I had, my marriage, some of you know that if you've been with me the last six years, you know that I am very transparent. I speak from an authentic space. Um, The reason why I, I... divorced was because infidelity played a part. Um, I also believe that I survived infidelity. Of course, my marriage did, did not survive it, but I did because I decided to do the work. Do the work because I knew that somewhere along down that line, I was going to, to be in a relationship that was meant truly for me. And I had to realize that I played a part in the demise of my marriage. Now, a lot of people will say, well, I thought you stated, Kathy, that your marriage ended because of infidelity. How could you play a part? Not unless you were doing it yourself. No, was not cheating. Not at all. Um, I was a devoted wife, and I wanted to be in that marriage. Um, I said that the demise and how I played a part was primarily because had I been focused more on 
husband needs at the time. He was going through some personal things, and um, I, I, I couldn't help him. He he wouldn't allow it. So, therefore, um, he decided to, to go outside of the marriage. What I couldn't give him, he found outside of the marriage. Again, I played a part to that, but now I realize that um, it made me much stronger, and I know now what it is that I desire to have in a relationship, and I made a vow, the first thing that I was going to have that I will not compromise on is communication. You guys know that I am an advocate when it comes to communication, so when I go back and I take a look at the list that Kathy has stated here in her article and what people find to be appropriate and inappropriate, all I can say is, okay, were they even communicating? Because if you're communicating, um, how could this take place? Let's move on. Now, can you truly survive um, cheating? And can you truly heal from the betrayal? Yeah, I I think you can. Um, I know I did. I survived because I made that choice to survive. And I believe that there are certain things that you have to put in place um, if you want to survive cheating and if you want to heal from betrayal. A lot of the couples over the years that I've had the opportunity to speak with on the relationship shows, a lot have said that they wanted to continue their marriage, but there were certain things that they were going to implement um, in order for them to move on. So let's talk about that. Practice gratitude. Now, what is that? This is what I came across. If you feel consumed by betrayal and despair, take a moment to focus on appreciation. What is it that you appreciate in your partner. Think about everything that you appreciate in your partner. And after that, take a few minutes and just truly refocus on what is it that you notice about him or her that can make you happy. What made you happy in the relationship? And can you truly have that happiness again? So practice gratitude. I also believe in facing your feelings. And what does that truly mean? So when you're hurt, you may want to try to blame, run, maybe fight, or judge that person. But if you can truly stop and begin to feel the pain, so recognize um, you truly would be surprised that it is possible to get beyond the cheating and get beyond the betrayal. I think for me, um, what helped me the most was journaling. I like to write things out so I can see them plain, and I also love to share my thoughts and feelings. So I had uh, a good of um, people that I could speak with. It wasn't wasn't a lot of people, but it was a core group that I was able to sit down and just really talk about my feelings. So yeah, begin to, to talk about your feelings. I also believe in clarifying 
your purpose. When you hurt, you tend to think about the problem, right? So recycle the problem and begin to find the solution. So clarify the purpose of, of the relationship. Clarify the purpose of what happened in the relationship. And then come up with the solutions and and um, be able to fix your problems from there. I also believe that if you're desiring to stay within that relationship, that marriage or or if you're in a relationship with your partner, begin to do things together. You often heard me say in the relationship shows, and a lot of the relationship coaches said that you have to make time for one another, meaning excluding everybody else. I mean, family, friends, put them all aside and realize that it's just you two, you two in that space. Begin to do things together. I mean, I I can tell you, and I'm going to use my my ex-husband as an example. He was an avid uh, golfer. He still is. And had we decided that, okay, maybe we need to start spending some time together, I would have probably gone out on the golf course with him. Um, he knows that I, I am a lover of the arts. Maybe he could have gone to a play or maybe gone to the art gallery with me. What have you. Begin to do things together. And I also find that having a vision of the future, but also understand what took place in the past, but focusing on the future, having that vision of the future of you two being together um, is a great way to heal from the cheating and begin to heal from the uh, betrayal. Another great article that I found when it comes to cheating, you know, I stated that uh, to me, I truly believe if you began to communicate from the very beginning about what it is that you want within your relationship, you have to have trust. So you're building trust. And in this particular article, which is Love Respect, and you can go out to www.loveisrespect.org. And they said building trust after cheating is something that is very important. And when cheating is discovered, typically trust is lost, right? But they said you can regain trust again. Some of the things that they mentioned here is so very important. What was the word that I said? (laughs) And what I believe? Communication should be open. And they said healthy communication is very important in any relationship, especially after trust has been broken. You should be able to talk open and honest with your partner. And you should feel that your partner is being open and honest with you. If you have an argument, try to fight fair without bringing up the past. They also said, be on the same team. Wow, that is so important. Being on the same team. Your relationship may not look the same on the other side, but it is possible to build something new. You should both 
both be focused on building that new relationship together. Stay present and oriented. Man, oh man, this right here (laughs) is something that I said when I was writing in my journal some of the things that I needed to have um, in my relationship in this area right here. Stay present within the relationship. And this is what they stated. One of the most difficult things about rebuilding trust after someone cheats is staying in the present moment and building toward the future rather than living in or worrying about the past. You have every right to feel hurt, angry, and sad about your partner's decision to cheat. However, if you can't eventually let those things go, let those feelings go, and work toward a more positive and open approach to the relationship, then it may be a sign that your relationship is not worth staying in. So you have to remain present. Be diligent about remaining present in your relationship. I will say that. Then begin to trust yourself. Now, this might be the most important and the hardest thing to do. I will agree to that. (laughs) You might be questioning your own uh, instincts at that point, but should you have done something differently? So you may be asking yourself, should I have done something differently? Or should I have seen this coming? But learning to trust yourself and your own feelings will be okay when you begin to move forward. And that is the key. That is the key to having a healthy relationship with anyone is understanding that you have to trust yourself. And I think, you know, when we when we move in the direction of having um, a great relationship, not only trusting, but being honest, right? You can be honest with your partner, but you have to be honest with yourself. Because I'm telling you, when, when you are in a relationship and everything is going great, or you feel like everything is going great, you're, you're doing those things that excite you, and then all of a sudden, you are hit with that cheating, Man, I'm going to tell you, I I felt like a Mack truck hit me when I was told that, you know, my ex-husband and my husband at the time uh, was cheating on me. I think I, I mentioned to you last week in the episode of Ghosting that I was in a relationship with a gentleman. It was a long-distance relationship. Yet again, I went right back through another uh, area of my life of cheating where honesty, loyalty, and trust was not in that relationship. It was like a one-sided thing. I had it, but but he didn't. But I, I will say this, Source Nation, from those two relationships, uh, yeah, I could say, no, nah, I, don't, I don't think I want to be in a relationship no more. <laughs> I don't think that I could trust anybody anymore. No one's worth loving anymore. I can say that, but I'm not because I truly believe in um, the desires of having a relationship that is built on 
partnership that is truly built on building together will happen. So this is what I'm going to say and how I'm going to to end the show. Trust that you're going to do the right thing. Trust that the person that's meant for you will come to you feeling and doing the same thing that you do. But it all starts with you. Communicate your desires. Communicate your wants. Communicate your needs. And I guarantee you, the relationship that you see will be the relationship that's meant for you. So yes, survive from cheating. Yes, you can survive and heal from betrayal, but it all begins with you, and it's a choice that you make. Guys, thank you so much for being here once again uh, on Conversations with Kathy B. episode tonight on cheating. For more information, about conversations with Kathy B, go out to Kathy B SRN Live Television or over to our main station page, Source Radio Network, and definitely share this broadcast tonight, which is on cheating. Share last week's broadcast, which was on ghosting, and I'll see you guys back in the studio again next week. Be blessed. Have a great evening.